Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us on the last Goodnight Gamescast episode of the year. I am your host, Jesus, and to my left is my lovely co-host, the jelly to my jam, Mr. 40 Ounce at Moy Division. What's up, dude? <laughs> Hello, Jesus. <laughs> you like that one? I love that I'm gonna one. I'm going to change it every time. That one's so. cute, dude. Every single day, jelly, dude. it's going to be a different episode. I fucking love that one. I am warm inside. <laughs> I feel like a fucking freshly baked bread. Sprinkled with love. <laughs> <laughs> so, this episode is going to be the last one of the year. It is. Mm-hmm. We did mention, you know, as you know, we are very new to podcasting. Mm-hmm. When we started this little podcasting company, we gave ourselves a trial period, if you, if you will. Mm-hmm. We said... We're going to try it out. We're going to play a lot with the format. But we're here now. We're good to go. It's the end of the year. Yeah, man. It's been a good three months. Exactly. So I feel pretty good about it. So I think it's time to make some changes for the better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be changing a lot of stuff as far as the good night um, general format. Um, right. So, you know, do you want to take it away with a little bit and then I'll kind of chime in? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, uh so if you're listening to this, thank you for listening, first and foremost. We really appreciate your support and your clicks and your listens. So uh, when me and Hansu started this, we kind of were very nervous. Obviously, we were like, hmm, well, how do we do this? What do we do? But three months in, we kind of feel a little better and a little more competent, I guess, to how we're doing this and, you know, a little more structured, which is very good. And so this upcoming year, pretty much next week, we've thought about upping it a little bit so we want to start doing both good nights cast good night games cast sorry and last call weekly yeah so our schedule is going to be a little bit different now um we're not going to make you wait one or well, two weeks for a, a like a show of your preference because i know sometimes most people don't listen to all of our shows right they might just want to listen to games cast so they might just want to listen to last call right um so we're gonna just put them all in the same week Mm-hmm. So on Tuesdays, you'll still get your Goodnight Gamescast on 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. But on Thursdays, you will be getting Last Call. Same time, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So we're going to be getting two shows a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. The cool part is we're really excited to announce Ooh. we will be adding a third show to our lineup. Ooh, say less. I just can't say more. <laughs> <laughs> I will say more. We got we to gotta kill like... At least an hour. All right. Let's it <laughs> so what do you got for me? Um, so we do love and uh, we super love talking about music. We do that on a regular. So we were going to just turn it into a show, man. Right. We're just going to do it. And we hereby announce Top Shelf Sounds, a good night podcast. There we go. Uh, it won't sounds. be as often as our other shows. Uh, we will probably just do it like the last Friday of the month. Right. Um, but if it does well and we are able to like squeeze it in uh, we, we could definitely um uh, you know up the the timing on that but for right now just once a month monthly podcast last friday of the month yeah we'll talk about releases new music old music all sorts of stuff yeah good music you know because if it's not good it doesn't deserve to be on top shelf we have uh, a, we're gonna have a fourth show yeah fourth show called wells wells sounds you know? well sounds because <laughs> wells you know <laughs> it's gonna be hollow <laughs> So yes, yeah, so the top show sounds is something that we uh, we thought about uh, a couple weeks ago, and you know, like we talk about games, we hang out, you know, we we love video games, but we also love music, and we do go to you know a nice amount of music events and stuff like that. So we do follow up with 
a lot of artists of our liking. So yeah, we're just going to go a little bit into, you know, what we like in music, what we listen to and what we're listening to and what's new and what's hot. You know, and that's pretty much the the essence of top shelf sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have and we, we do like all sorts of music. Um, I can honestly say we probably like a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, you know, if you like just a specific genre, don't think you'll be alienated. Like we right. will talk about, a, you know, anywhere from from pop to just death metal, like. We like a lot of stuff. Yeah, so. we'll go from cumbia to K-pop. You yeah. Know? We got some Russian <laughs> post-punk to some, I don't know, to Lady Gaga. Yeah. Let's do it up. <laughs> we'll do it up. Why not? Um, so that's pretty much most of our changes. Um, you know, 2020 is going to be pretty big for Good Night. We, we are going to up the ante on these shows. Um, hopefully, you've been enjoying the content so far. Uh, content will stay the same as long as games keeps coming out. Gamescast yeah. will be a thing. As long as we keep hanging out and drinking super late, Whoa. Last Call will still be yeah, a thing. Yeah, Last Call will still be a fucking uh, thing. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have plenty of stuff to deliver for you guys. So, I hope you guys stick around. Obviously, like, make sure you follow us. Subscribe to, like, any of our podcast services. Uh, Top Shelf Sounds will be a separate feed as well. So, you know, yeah. there's no need to, like, just look for it. Like, it'll be a, a separate thing. So, if you just want to listen to that, you'll have a separate feed for that as well right um but for a little bit of housekeeping before we start the show uh make sure you follow us on twitter at goodnightcast uh g-o-o-d-n-i-g-h-t-c-a-s-t um that's where we'll be posting any updates as far as any new shows any anything about top shelf sounds or anything the company's gonna go into and then make sure um we do have open dms on it so any listener mail any corrections random questions and that's for any of our shows, whether it be this one, Last Call, Top Shelf Sounds, just send us something. We'll try and fit it into the show. We'll compile it into a separate topic and make a little segment out of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, like we want to make sure that, you know, like if you guys have something to say that you guys are being heard. And yeah, I mean, if you guys, again, like want to talk to us, reach out to us, feel free to do so. Uh, you know, we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Or if you're being an asshole, then just don't be an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Our DMs are open, so let us know. And also our Instagram, uh, goodnightcast as well. Yep, same, same, same uh, across the board. It's pretty much. Yeah. Um, I know, like right now, like you know, being a, such a new podcast, it was a little harder to find us on like any podcast services. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure if you just like, I mean, if you type goodnight game, gamescast, that one's a little bit easier to find. But there are a lot of last call podcasts. But I've noticed that if you just type out last call goodnight, you should be able to find it. Right. You'll see our bright red logo on it. So there you go. But yeah, but thank you, thank you so much for everyone that's listened to us, shared their opinion about it. I've heard lots of positive feedback. Yeah, because our audio quality is fucking pristine. Thank you. <laughs> and it's only gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. Gonna so get like better. literally, like next week, I can guarantee you it's gonna get better. Yeah, so. yeah, we're we're working towards you know building something here, and you know we're gonna we're looking into you know along the way better equipment better sound stuff so eventually you know it's it's gonna be good man and i'm very happy and excited for what's coming up next uh for good night because uh looking good man and i'm very excited yeah so so come along with us for the ride because this is gonna get better there you go but on that note let's get started with today's topic mm. so we did skip a week we you know spent some time with family friends um but over that time, you know, it was Christmas, it's the end of the year, lots of stuff happened. We did not get to talk about the Game Awards. You know, one of the most coveted, like, award shows as far as, like, in our industry. 
tons of awards for literally every single category. So yeah, um, tons, tons, and tons. So we'll definitely be going over those categories, but we're gonna do a little twist with it. So we're gonna go over every single category that the game awards uh, gave awards for, uh, and then we'll talk whether we agree with the winner and then or who we would have given it to because we yeah. know that these are picked by many outlets. Uh, but maybe eventually we'll be one of those outlets. Right. And I then sure we can talk so. shit about everyone. <laughs> I want to see our name there. I want to see the Goodnight logo on the uh, on the judges. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be lovely. Please, people, help us. Help us. Make us legit. <laughs> Make us legit. <laughs> Show us some love. Greatly appreciate it. Okay, and... So we're going to get started on that. But yeah. um, so we noticed that the Game Awards uh, categories like started off with the Game Award. So we're just going to start from the bottom up. That way we get yeah. to the game, like the the game of the year award at the end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, um, if you follow us on Twitter, you might have already seen like us tweeting about uh, the game awards, live tweeting. Uh, you know, if you saw that. Cool, awesome. You know, like, thank you for for checking that out and and uh, you know being a part of it. Uh, but we did want to go and be a little more vocal about our opinions, and you know, we needed more characters than one tweet can mention. Yeah. for some of these games. So yeah, definitely. Here we are. Uh, so, Jesus, which one is the first one you want to talk to me about today? Okay, so we're going to get started with a little bit smaller ones because they're at the bottom, but they're still pretty cool categories. And then keep in mind, we're going to mention this a lot. We have not played a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we have lives. Well, we're trying to do games our lives so we can play every fucking game. But for now, we got to keep yeah. bread on the table and clothes on our backs so so <laughs> so here we go so the one platform that we do not own best vr ar game there you go starting off with a with a big old banger All so right. uh first one is asgard's wrath blood and truth beat saver no man's sky and trover saves the universe um beat saver one yeah how For, many of these have you played vr ar game i've played Two of these. Okay, cool. I've played Beat Saber and No Man's Sky. However, No Man's Sky only put on the PS4, not VR version. Got it. But I guess playing it on the PS4 gives me like an idea of how No Man's Sky plays on VR. However, I'm pretty sure on VR it's pretty fun because of it it's makes like run. Yeah. Especially with like the newest updates that they've added. I'm yeah, pretty man, sure it just so makes much. it much better. It's yeah. probably like a VR chat in a way where you're just kind of like looking at like your friends and like little spacesuits and right yeah. but definitely beat saver i think would have been my personal winner as well not only because it's the only one i played that i feel like it's fine i just feel like i've never heard a bad thing about this game i just hear it's fun and i played it i actually played that one plenty of like when it kind of came out mm-hmm. or whatever and you know just putting your favorite jams you move around to it it's great like it's, it's just a fun game yeah definitely um i yeah like i, I played like a fair amount of beat saver so yeah, I definitely do think that it deserves the winning uh, yeah. spot. Um, same thing, like I think No Man's Sky would probably been really good, but I've heard nothing but good things about Blood and Truth. I heard it's mm-hmm. a really okay. good game, and like the story is like pretty decent. Like it's a like a pretty good like action like cop style like movie. Okay, ooh. So then just like it's just in VR, so like you're kind of like the protag. So right, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. amplifies like the. You know, uh, when you watch, like, a Mission Impossible, like, I wish I was Tom Cruise, you know, like, well, you're in here. So, (laughs) I wish I was Tom Cruise. 
Botolic. Don't I always? <laughs> Don't I fucking always? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. The, the next category we have is strategy game. Now for this one, we have Age of Wonders, Planetfall, uh, Anno 1800. Mm-hmm. Or I'm guessing it's, I, I don't know. I, no, I think it's Anno. Anno. All right. And then we have Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and Wargroove. Well, this was a fucking wash. Yeah, right. So <laughs> this one, the, I'm, I dare to say clear winner is Fire Emblem Three Houses, yeah. which won. Yeah, so Fire Emblem won, and it was just obvious. Like, yeah, the, like... It's a very niche, like, yeah. genre. But, hey, props to Wargroove, man. Wargroove, uh, yeah. I heard it was really good. I didn't get to play it, but it looks really fun, and especially made by Chucklefish, you know, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Um, like, it just looks incredible. And the fact that, like, you can, like, make your own levels, too, and, like, make your own, right. like, you know, builds and stuff. So, it looks really interesting, but can't can't touch Fire Emblem. So, actually, dude, Wargrove is in my bucket list. Oh, really? You wanna... Yeah, I really want to okay, play cool, it. Cool. I saw some gameplay, and I was like, this game looks like... The, the only thing that's keeping me away is because I know it's going to be time-consuming. It's not something you could just jump in and kind of, like, mm-hmm. truly experience the entire game, as I'm pretty sure devs would want us to experience yeah. it. Um, but it's, it is there, uh, cause I have seen and heard good things about it, but yeah, Fire Emblem just knocked out of the park with this, uh, with the first Switch title. It's so good. Um, honestly, I feel like it should have been nominated for Game of the Year. Really? If you ask me, yeah, I feel like that game, not a winner, but it should have been taken into consideration as Nintendo's, um, I guess fighter up there. Okay. I, I, I. You know what? Like I was gonna, I was gonna disagree with you, but I think I would. I think I would agree. Yeah, because as far as like my personal like game of the years, uh, yeah, you're right. I I played it so much. I played so. it a lot. I got my uh, Nintendo Switch 2019 in review, kind of thingy on my email. Oh yeah. And yeah, the when Fire Emblem came out, that's the that's month you... that I played the most. I had like 50 percent of my hours on Fire Emblem, <laughs> which was a fuckload. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good game. If you haven't played it, please check it out. Uh, Fire Emblem's a good franchise, and I'm sure you will enjoy it if you're into strategy games. All right, so moving on to sports and racing game. So we have Dirt Rally 2, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. (laughs) That's a bad bad title. That's a bad title. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, F1 2019, or FIFA 20. Um, super surprised that Crash Team Racing won. Yeah, um, very didn't, surprised. Didn't see it coming. Uh, obviously, like the the clear like runner up is like FIFA. Yeah, people for, just yeah. fucking love FIFA. It's because they made sports slash racing. Racing games are, are more of a niche. Definitely, FIFA's just huge. It's just like it because FIFA's a fucking monster. Uh, like I, the only reason that like the, the, that Crash won is that Forza didn't come out this year. Yeah, and Mario Kart didn't come out this year. Nope. So there was no clear-cut winner you know but even then i could have i would have thought that fifa would have gotten it yeah um uh i can't honestly say that i would pick crash but i've heard it's good i just mm-hmm. uh i don't i don't have an opinion on this genre in particular i just can't put my vote on something that i don't like right like, i don't care about any of these games honestly man so. yeah so like i do watch some soccer occasionally like mm-hmm. i do like chelsea that's my that's my team um but i don't play fifa you yeah know, i have friends that love fifa and play it all the time and i play it and i suck because obviously it's all they play so they just whip my ass um but i 
used to really, really, really like racing games, uh, especially like uh, Formula One. Yeah. Because uh, a little a little thing about me, I wanted to be a, a Formula One pilot when I was a kid. That was my dream. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of crazy, right? And uh, so, yeah, so I did play a lot of like racing games. I mean, even like pot racing because it's racing and Star yeah. Wars. So it was the best of both worlds for me. But uh, I mean, I haven't played any of these racing games either because i mean that's kind of like i want to play something racing i'll just play water kart you know that's where gotcha. my that's where my uh mike's craving gets satiated yeah. with uh mark kart but yeah i mean crash one and good for them yeah no hell yeah um the thing is like you know like that's not to say i don't like racing games like i actually really do um and I haven't gotten to it yet, but I really want to play uh, Need for Speed uh, Heat, the newer yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yes, dude. Yeah. The, the thing is, it actually came out the same day as Star Wars. So really? it, was, it was past the cutoff. So I didn't make it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they would have probably thrown it in here. I honestly haven't even seen reviews of it. I've just heard a few people that have played it. Mm-hmm. And like, it looks fun. It looks arcadey and like just nuts. And you can just customize your character. Yeah. I mean, your, your, your car. Mm-hmm. I said character because I saw pictures of people making the cars look like Lightning McQueen from Cars. Holy shit. <laughs> so oh, it's a character. It's great. a character. Yeah, it's a character. It's copyright uh, also. But uh <laughs> just kidding. Uh but yeah, like I'm actually like really excited to play that game. And I wanna bring it back. I have been playing Stadia like here and You've there. You've been playing Stadia. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh I wanted to I wanted to buy grid. Because okay. it's on sale for like 20 bucks. Because I just wanted to like, oh, a racing game. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I just don't want to spend money on it yet. Yeah, not yet. Until it's and then, a little better. Yeah, so, but I mean, next next month we get more games. So yeah. We'll see. Yeah, so hopefully we get, yeah, because uh, I can, being completely honest with you, I have not touched my stadium. Yeah. It's collecting dust right now, and it's upsetting. But we're, Well, we're getting Thumper next month for free. So I, I've actually I love been... Bambi. <laughs> just kidding. God, I hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bite you on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thumper. so I'm just excited to play that game. So I'll actually play it on Stadia and let's see how uh, how it goes. Nice. But oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure we're gonna get enough free games to like to the point that you'll you won't have to buy games on Stadia, <laughs> right? Actually, because there's all little games. Yeah, you can just play what you played already. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nuts actually. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. All right. Well. Next topic we have here, uh, or next category actually, it's score and music. And this one is for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Uh, the nominees were Cadence of Hyrule, Devil May Cry 5, Death Stranding, Kingdom Hearts 3, and last but not least, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Now for this one, I've played three of these titles, and the winner here was Death Stranding. Which, it was tough for me, let me tell you, in this category specifically, because I love Kingdom Hearts, I love Disney music, and every time they give me some original Kingdom Hearts music, I eat it up. Like hot, dude, I burn my tongue. Also, Kingdoms of Hyrule, they give you Legend of Zelda music. Yeah, you're right. Yes, I love it. It's different arrangements, though, right? It is different arrangements, Okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's my my favorite franchise as far as video games go, but Dead Strand did have what i believe really good unique music uh most of it original soundtracks just for the stranding and i really enjoyed them they i felt like they played well with the game they made some scenarios when you're traveling much more enjoyable and yeah i just but i felt it was beautiful 
So the Stranding winning this was actually on my behalf. Um, a fair, a fair win. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, Death Stranding soundtrack is just incredible. I have been playing more of it lately, and I'm actually like enjoying the game a little bit more now. Uh, but yeah, from the get go, I, I saw like the track list and I was like, this yeah. is this is nuts. Like churches, fucking shout out to nine one five Khalid dude. Yeah, uh, the horizon, Bring the horizon. Uh, like what is it like Silent Poets? Uh, there's just like so many like, yeah. and it's not it's not just a. Uh, all of like just Kojima's favorite artists. Well, I mean, like mm-hmm. it is, right. but he kind of went for like a certain tone for the yes. game, and like every single track just fits perfectly. Like when that track starts playing, like yeah. it was playing for yes. for a reason. Yeah, dude. And like honestly, is like so I keep up with him on like social media, right, on Twitter and like Instagram and shit because I just love the man. Um, every time he kept posting stuff, he had like pictures of like like an iPod or something, and it was like yeah. editors and like Joy Division and like interpol and like just like post-punk bands and i was like yes so like Mm -hmm. for me seeing this i was like if this if this video game can set up like a setting with this kind of music i'm all in and it was a little different it wasn't as grungy and as as punky as i like Mm -hmm. it but it was still very uh, melodic and very um like a bohemian sound to the uh to the gameplay which was great i liked it a lot i don't understand why Devil May Cry is on here. I honestly, I have no idea because I haven't played it, so I don't know what music like, they play. I'm guessing it's like like alternative or like a hard rock. No, movie, it's just know? like just it's it's just fucking riffs, dude. Oh, really? Just, yeah, it's metal. Damn. Dude. Okay. Um, holy shit. Like it's good. Like don't get me wrong. It it's, it has like a lot of like really banging riffs. Right. But like it's one of those where you just remember the theme song Devil Trigger like over and over and over and over because every time you go into battle, like that shit just kicks in and it and it hypes you up like hard. Right. But overall soundtrack, like, uh, right? I don't know, man. Like, I I know I haven't played Sayonara Wild Hearts. Me either. I heard uh, it's good. I heard it's good. I, I have an Android, so I wanted to get my girlfriend to like get Apple Arcade so I can play it. Yeah. Um, but I've heard like it's literally just about music. Like, mm-hmm. it's about music. So, um, and they also look like Persona characters. <laughs> yeah. They look like Phantom Thieves of Hearts, dude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like overall, yeah, definitely Death Stranding. It's a good choice for the winner. Right. All right. So now it is my favorite category is role playing game. All pay J. <laughs> Five nominees Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts 3, Disco Elysium, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and The Other Worlds. Disco Elysium 1 which was very surprising because it's just such a small indie game but I've heard nothing but fucking good things about this game they I came really want to play dude. it they came out I, swinging I never sit on my PC to play games man Like, nope. and I ugh, just put it on something else put it on the Switch man put please on put it on the Switch and I'll play the fuck out of it I'll toss I'll toss the bucks just please yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, my boat would have been Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Yeah, because I play the fuck out of that game. I love Monster Hunter. I've been playing it so much. I actually got back into it, like, a couple days ago. I've been playing yeah. the raids for uh, Savi Jiva, and I'm loving it, dude. Playing with my friends, you know, so it's, it's a good time, man. It's That's it's it. really good. But uh, I haven't played The Outer Worlds. I heard really good things about it as well. But I that one, I'm, I'm to be completely honest with you, I'm probably not going to play it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna hold off on that one, um, so I won't give it praise or defeat, for I not appeal to this game. 
But uh, and then Kingdom Hearts three, um, it wasn't for me at least, in my opinion, wasn't a good iteration for the third episode of Kingdom Hearts. I yeah. didn't enjoy it as much. So yeah, I mean for this one and Disco Elysium, I haven't played it. Um, so yeah, man, Monster Hunter would have been my winner, but again, because it's it's the Monster game that Hunter. I like. Yeah. yeah. No, like uh, I think Monster Hunter would have been a close second for me. Um, I don't like Monster Hunter, but I've I very close to a community of friends that really play it, so mm-hmm. I can honestly see why uh, it's in here. Um, but you know, fucking Final Fantasy stand number one, but yeah, uh, no, fourteen man. Um, that game came such a long way, like from like vanilla fourteen mm-hmm. when fucking everyone hated it. That was like the lowest rated Final Fantasy game of all time. Like, Oof. Um, and now it's people call it the best Final Fantasy game of all Ooh, time, including the like. Just the non-online games. Like if you just play this by yourself, go through the stories. The storm, the the newest ex- expansion, Shadowbringers, just fucking like everyone loved it. Everyone fucking loves it. The beauty of updates, man. The beauty of updates. Yeah. So like I would have given it to them, um, but only because I haven't played Disco Elysium. But I'm pretty sure once I do play it, I'm gonna yes. fucking and not that shut one? the fuck up about it. Yeah. And that one I can tell you. That one I am gonna play. Yeah. Outer Worlds, maybe not. Disclosium, yes. I'll get back to you on Outer Worlds because I'm definitely going to play Outer Worlds. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's, I think, hopefully, I don't think I can, but I'm going to try and push through them. But I I really want to finish Control because I just bought it. Okay. Um, So after that, I will probably pick up Outer Worlds. Hopefully, I can finish all that stuff before March. Ooh, yeah. Um, Because we're going to get heavy on March. Yeah. Well, actually, first of all, got to finish Death Stranding, Control, and then Outer Worlds. So those are my my games that I want to focus on before. The fucking craziness that happens in March right. and April. So okay, now it's good, man. That's, that's a good uh, backlog to have because yeah. there are games that are just kept. They're gonna keep coming up, and games that are you know hot right now. Yeah, so, now definitely. All right, very good. All right, so the next one was the next category is performance, um, and this one was awarded to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. So the first individual we have here is ashley burke or birch 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 right and then we have courtney hope matt mickelson laura bailey matthew Peretta, and last but not least the one and only norman Reedus from walking dead <laughs> and now <laughs> this rounding yeah um, this is a little harder because i mean obviously like well matt mickelson won this yeah award. He, he took this one um i haven't gotten enough like far far enough into this game to actually say that his performance was incredible because I've only seen like little glimpses of him and like those flashbacks. Right. Um, so I finished the game. Oh, did you really? I finished the stranding oh my God. a couple weeks ago and knocked it out. Matt Mickelson did an outstanding job. However, if someone stood out to me in voice acting in this uh, video game in Death Stranding, it was uh, Die Hard Man. I forgot his. I forgot oh, the actor's name. Oh, uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins. Yeah, dude. Ooh, yes. Yeah, like, like I've, I've heard that. That's exactly what my friend told me. He was like, "Yeah, like Matt's parts were just fucking phenomenal. Yes. Like you can tell, like he's just like a high caliber actor." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of he course. was like, "He's like Die Hard Man is just fucking Die sick. Hard Man just takes it away. You're like, there's you're gonna know when you see it, Jesus. Yeah, you're gonna. There's gonna come a time." Where you're gonna have a scene with him, and you are gonna be like, "This is so good, like insanely good, Ooh. so good that it's just like, holy crap!" Like, 
this guy knocked it out of the park. It's beautiful. Like right now I'm speaking about it and I, f- I have feel emotions. I'm like getting hyped up of how strong I felt like the emotions running through me when I saw that scene. It's Ooh. really good, man. Really, Ooh, really good. I'm excited. Yeah. And so, yeah, push through. It's towards, it's a little close to the end, but oh my God, is it a good scene? Very good. Very good acting. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, but so, this one, Matt Mickelson took it away. And you know what? Prop power to him. I mean, I felt like it was, he really, he really, blah, blah. He did a really good job. Whoa. But, um, also, Courtney Hope did a good job. Um, in control. But I haven't played control, so I cannot say. Yeah, like, that's the thing. You know, like, there's two actors here from control. So I can't really speak on this category that much either. Just because, yeah, like, for, yeah, four of the nominees are from games I still haven't finished and or even gotten far enough to really see their caliber of acting in this right. game. Because, yeah, fucking like, like, I know Norman Reedus is a good actor, but like, oh, he's fucking boring right now. Yeah, Norman just, Reedus is playing Norman Reedus. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So, like, he didn't play a particular. I feel like for me, he didn't play Sam Porter Bridges. I feel like Norman Reedus played Norman Reedus. And, like, the thing, you know, like, that's which is what Kojima wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, and that's fine. You know, it's, just, it's his direction, his stuff. But that's how I felt it. Like, since I started playing it, I was like, this is. I feel like this is like him. Yeah. Like, as a person. Like, I feel like I'm actually legitimately playing as him as a person. Um, So, I mean, when you act like yourself, is there bad acting? But then again, that's the topic that's, for another day. That's all subjective. Right? <laughs> it's a topic for another day. <laughs> Alrighty. So, ongoing game is the next category. Uh, and the nominees are going to be Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. You already fucking know. Yeah. Uh, and then Tom Clancy's uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, clearly, Fortnite won. Yeah, Fortnite's the winner. Um, the wiener. Yeah, like, I mean, man, it's, it's just hard because Destiny turned it around so much. And, like, I, I haven't been playing it lately. I, I am going to go back to it because... Um, I did talk to my buddies that, that I play with, so we're definitely gonna like you know like in our spare time when we're not playing like these big fucking open world games. Yeah, we're gonna go back into it, and I think I think the new season started, so it works out. Uh, but I, I like I still want to give it to Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Yeah, just because of how much people like this game now. Right. Uh, but can't. There's no beating Fortnite, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm being like, if I speak to you with. My brain, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you Fortnite because it makes sense that Fortnite wins. But if I talk to you with my heart, talk to me with your heart. I would go Apex Legends. Apex Legends, I know. Apex. Yeah, yeah, dude. Apex Legends for me is just—it's a really good game. I really like it. Um, I feel like it's just enough, man. It's just enough to be a good game. It's not—it's not too sweet. It doesn't get you like this is too much. No, it's just—I feel like it's a good game. And uh, coming from barely being year two yeah. of Apex, I, I feel like it's hot, man. It's still a hot game. And uh, yeah, man, but Fortnite, I mean, pff, there's no beating it, dude. There's no way you can beat Fortnite right now. Yeah. You hear less about it on the media, but it's still popping, dude. It's still popping, swinging hard. Or even like the Star Wars thing that came out with the... Oh, yeah, that was pretty big, actually. God, it was huge, yeah. man. It was huge. Even I wanted to jump in and get my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Fortnite in years, Same. man. And Same. I was like, I kind of want a lightsaber. <laughs> I think I still have it on my Switch, too. So I could have just, yeah. like, jumped in. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then... So, yeah. So that was, I mean... Yeah, Fortnite knocked it out of the park. And 
Probably will for many, many years. Many, many years, yeah. All right. And then the next category is narrative. So this one's for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. First nominee was A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Disco Elysium, Death Stranding, and The Outer Worlds. In this one, Disco Elysium took the win for narrative. Best narrative. I don't know why. I mean, it's, like, I don't, I, like, I can't, I can't say anything about it because, I mean, people love this game. Like, there's plenty of outlets yeah. that gave it a perfect score. Yeah. Um, and then I haven't finished any. Honestly, of be, yeah. Before I even heard the uh, the winner, I was like, it's gonna be Control or Death Stranding. I mean, because I've heard really good things about the Control story, Death Stranding. It's all story. It's a movie. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, it makes sense if it wins. Disquilizium. Holy crap. Very good. I mean, good for them. I, and they they actually did pretty high on these awards. They, they got they whole, got the most awards. They got the most right. Holy crap! Oh. Like good for them. Very good for them. Yeah, like that's incredible, man. Like you know, like that's super sick for like such a small studio. You know, uh, like that was like the whole narrative of like coming into the game awards. It's like there's no clear cut winner for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all the games were incredible, but there's not like a big consensus of like the God of War. The Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Like, uh, so it was just kind of, kind of a toss Breath up. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, no Breath clear, of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but like, it's cool that like, we're acknowledging these like, smaller indie games. Right. And you know what? That brings me to like, because Reggie was on the show, right? And he came oh, up and Jesus gave a speech, Christ. which was beautiful. It was incredible. Beautiful. Like, he came out and speech. gave this great speech about independent games and how, like, in this awards, there's so many independent games and it did, it did really, really well. And Nintendo now with the Nindies and everything they're doing mm-hmm. and how he believes in independent video games and how they're growing and how everyone at one point was in a way independent. And now they're, you know, they're this um, developers and studios grow. And, you know, now there's these like bigger studios that, you know, accomplished great, great uh, work. But independence, that's where it starts. And, you know, and, exactly. it's, and it was it was beautiful. Like he just delivered a great speech, and yeah, man. I mean, I probably play more independent titles. I probably played more independent titles this year than I ever have before. Really? Yeah. Nice. I, I yeah. I, I, I tend to just gravitate to like just like the weirder indie stuff. Like I love my big AAA games. Um, I mean, like every, most things that I'm playing right now is just AAA stuff. Um, but yeah, like I usually gravitate towards indie stuff so like for me like this is like super cool seeing like all these crazy games i mean like it's weird because like you can technically consider like death stranding an indie game because mm-hmm. it is yeah. developed by an indie company there you like, go an yeah. independent company so i mean yes and no um has the money backing from sony but right you know but you know like private division with the outer worlds like they're very small company like it's cool seeing them break out you know like even even obsidian you know like they started off with fucking new vegas but yeah trying to break away from that they're like we gotta we got our own stuff and, right and it, it's cool seeing it recognized so that's awesome yeah no definitely so go indies go indies hell yeah i mean we're indie creators dude there we let's go, get dude. it baby. let's get it dude yeah go us <laughs> <laughs> uh so next category is gonna be multiplayer game uh there's borderlands 3 call of duty modern warfare apex legends tetris 99 Tom Clancy's The Division 2. They can't keep giving it to Fortnite, so Apex Legends is the winner. Let's go. Uh, and I feel like they did this to, like, 
not put Final Fantasy fourteen in there, mm. but I would give it to Final Fantasy fourteen, man. Mm. Um, uh, but like it's very close between Apex and Final Fantasy. That, that's just incredible, man. Um, and also, I'm not. Su- I'm very surprised that, like, I guess that's why they did. They do all these different categories with like best multiplayer game, and then like best ongoing game. Yeah. They want to kind of give something to everyone, right? Because um, no Rainbow Six. Like they just put it in yeah. an ongoing game, mm-hmm. which I get. But um, all the content that they've been coming out with, especially this year, they got like new operators. Yeah. They, they like uh, I think they reworked uh, a couple of maps too. Right. So, yeah. You know, like it's not just that it's ongoing. They're releasing new content, like brand new content. So I feel like they you could have made an argument for Rainbow Six, especially like it's Borderlands in there, and. Yeah, Borderlands is a co-op game at most. And yeah, that's it. You know, this like these all these other games are just big, like big multiplayer games. You know, Call of Duty, you're playing against at least other six people. Apex Legends, Battle Royale, Tetris 99, Battle Royale, The Division. You know, you have a squad, but you can go into Dark Zone and PvP. Right. Yeah. There you like go. There, you have like all these crazy aspects. But as Borderlands, you're playing with three people max. Yeah. So. I just think instead of at least Borderlands 3, I would have put either Final Fantasy 14 or Rainbow Six. Yeah. Definitely Rainbow Six, actually. Okay. I would have put it in there. That's good, man. That's good. Well, for me, you know, I'm an Apex guy. So yeah. Apex won, so I'm happy. Yeah. But you speaking know? of Apex, I recently talked to my cousin. He bought a PS4, so he wants to play Apex. Ooh, you in or you out? Dude, yeah, I'm in. I'm super Let's in. Let's get it. Let's drop it hot, dude. Let's, Let's drop it hot, hot, dude. Let's drop it hot. I'm, I'm trying to play some crypto, dude. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Crypto's cool, dude. Actually, yeah, he's he's cool. He's good. I still levitate more for um You still playing Bangalore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like my smoke. I like my smoke. You want the smoke? You get the smoke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next one is mobile games. Okay. This this one's this one's hot for me. This one's hot. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. Alright, so the first one we have here is Grindstone. Mm-hmm. So like we have Sayonara Wild Hearts and then Call of Duty Mobile. Sky, Children of the Light, and last but not least, What the Golf. So this is Apple Arcade Awards, essentially. And, and just, just quick, quick, the winner was uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Call of Duty Mobile, which yeah. I get it. It's Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's all. Literally, that's all I can say because mobile games I don't play. Yeah, so this is a one category that actually upset me. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of really good mobile games out there, uh, but it's hard to kind of award a, like a big prestigious award to a gotcha game okay um probably wouldn't sit very well with a lot of people i'm all ears but uh like I, that's pretty much all i play like i'm a big mobile game uh guy you are i've actually i've actually yeah i can attest to that I've yeah that. so but i like i do like generally like just enjoy my gotcha games i won't pump money into just anything um and but i will pump money into a game that like i just generally enjoy right uh but there's a lot of like really cool mobile games that came out this year. Uh, like the King of Fighters mobile game is doing really well. Uh, what else uh, came out? Uh, it's very weird, but like I actually just got back into it because I downloaded it on release. But there was a new Digimon um, gacha game called Rearise. Okay. It's actually like really fun. Um, the problem with the older ones is that they were like super grindy and like they pushed you to pay stuff. And okay. if you didn't pay, like you, you couldn't play the game. Like there was nothing to do oh no you, you get stuck with like really shitty digimon like all the cooler digimons that you wanted to get right. like locked behind the paywall son of a bitch so this new one's actually like really fun and like even the grindy 
like parts are actually fun. Okay. So there's just like I mean they're I guess like just indier titles, whereas this stuff like like you know like not to like talk down on any of these. I do want to play a lot of I want to play Grand, Grindstone, Sayonara, and What the Golf, but they're locked behind either Apple Arcade or you know I got I think Sayonara is on Switch. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, so I definitely want to get into that one, but yeah, like I want to play Grindstone with the with the golf, but I don't have an an Apple device. Yeah, so that kind of Same sucks. Um, and I feel like they could have given that award to other games besides Call of Duty. They could have given it to Yu Gi Oh. What's the all oh, Duel Links? <laughs> yeah, Duel Links, fuck. dude. Woo! But like you know, like you know, oh, I, yeah. even after the whole shebang, you know, fucking Hearthstone still a thing, man. Yeah, Hearthstone uh, is still a thing. Auto chess is a thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool mobile games that a lot of people play and a lot of people put like millions of dollars into that like just because these are like the hot ones that were like, oh, these are games developed for mobile specifically and that, you know, once Apple Arcade like came out and everyone was like, wow, Apple is getting into gaming. That's crazy. Right. There was just a lot of big hype around it. And I think that's what kind of hurt this category. Um, But yeah, like, I mean... Honestly, like it should have just been Sayonara. Okay. Um, did they? They didn't get any awards, huh? I don't think so. Yeah, like they should have just you know if they wanted to do the the whole like let's give something to everyone. Yeah, they should have gone. Give it to Sayonara. Like, there's no reason why Call of Duty Mobile should have won. Fucking, there's a Fortnite Mobile. Why not fucking get it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. No? You are a hundred percent right. Now, I see. So I know you're excited about this next one. I am very excited. And you know I have many thoughts about this as well. I know you do. So the next category is independent game. Uh, the nominees were Baba Is You, Katana <laughs> Zero, Disco Elysium, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. I have not played Baba Is You or Outer Wilds. I already mentioned that I played Disco Elysium. That I haven't played Disco Elysium. And Disco Elysium clearly won. And fucking good for them, man. Because I know it's going to be a good game. But yeah. fucking shit, man. Katana Zero should have won this. Katana Zero, dude. It's such a good fucking game, man. Like, yeah. And I didn't talk about it under the soundtrack stuff. But it should have been nominated oh, yeah, for the, dude, yes. the soundtrack. I think I told you about that. That I really like the soundtrack. So the good, soundtrack man. is... In, and it's so cool. Because every time you start the mission, he pulls out his phone. Puts it on, like puts it player or whatever. Puts it back in his pocket. And then the music starts. And then you go and start slashing. It's a tape player. A tape player? Okay, yeah. Tape player, okay, yeah. there you go. It's, oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I was like, yes. And it's like super like 80s. And you wave like synth. Like looking like. Yeah. Like, like it's, oh, it's, it's, so it's very good. cyberpunk like synth wavy stuff. But it goes so well with that game. Oh, dude. And yeah. it's all. I think most of it is like composed by like one guy. So like they got one guy to like write the music for this game. Right. So it's very original to Katana Zero. And it just fucking slaps, man. Yeah, it's really good. I don't understand really why they good. like didn't even consider this. Like they considered it for best independent game, but most people that nominated all these stuff kind of probably already knew that Disco Elysium or Untitled Goose Game was gonna win because fucking everyone talked about it for yeah like, two months. They even had a huge bit on the thing with the Muppets, exactly. which which was one of my favorite parts. Oh, honestly, it was, so it was hilarious. It was, so it was really good. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I would have, I mean, I haven't played, once again, Disco Elysium. Uh, I would have straight up given it to Katana Zero or Entitled Goose Game. Entitled Goose Game is just a lighthearted, fun game. Yeah. Period. Boom. Like I, I, I honestly thought that Untitled Goose Game was going to win from all the 
crazy hype that it was getting. It was yeah, I got a I lot. I didn't of hype. think that many people played Disco Elysium. You know what? I feel like this game, if it's I haven't seen the numbers, right? But I'm guessing if it's sold well, it's because the hype was real. The people were giving it the advertising it deserved organically. Yeah. Organically. Like it just I saw some advertisements here and there, but I'm pretty sure like it was like the people that were like on social media just retweeting it and here and there and just it was everywhere. So yeah, there was so many memes. Who doesn't like ducks? Who doesn't like geese? Who doesn't like an asshole goose? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, I don't like them, but like, they make a good game. <laughs> oh man! All right, and the next category is games for impact. Now this one is for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Now, for this one, we have the nominees being Concrete Genie, Kind Words, Grease, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Now, the winner here is Grease, which I'm guessing it's Grease, because yeah. it's a, it's a uh, I think, a Mexican developer? Uh, Spanish. Spanish, okay, mm-hmm. Spanish developer, so yes, yeah, so it's Grease. Um, and Grease won. Yep. Uh, everyone pronounced it as uh, Gris. Gris, yeah. And I hate it. Yeah, because I was just, like... It's Gris. Like, it's just because you're talking in English. It just sounds like Gris a musical. Yeah. But yeah, it's, but it's Gris. Gris. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, and I haven't played Gris, but just looking at, like, gameplay and, like, pictures and screenshots, it looks gorgeous. And I'm guessing the message behind it must be good. Yeah. For um, it to, like, come out swinging. Because I've heard people really like Life is Strange 2. And Concrete Genie for the um, messages that they portray. Yeah, so, yeah, clear winner is Gris. Um, I really want to play it. I've had a lot of people tell me uh, that it's a really good game. And then my girlfriend really wants to play it, too. So we're definitely check it out. You know, it's probably a good, like, five-hour game. Yeah. Um, I love the watercolor aesthetic mm-hmm, of it. It's, it's beautiful. It's really pretty. So, you know, just having a message behind it it's probably just makes it even better. Right. Um, I really want to play Kind Words. Okay. And I've seen a lot of gameplay of it and it it looks really good. Like it looks really fun. Uh I don't think you I don't know if you've seen like any footage of it. It's the one where you um you type like notes for people and like find letters from other people that have played that game and you open them and like get oh. messages. Um so it's a really cool concept and um that is a cool concept. Like, I really like that. Because, um, I mean, obviously, like, you're going to get, like, people, like, talking shit or just, like, yeah. just nonsense. But then you get, like, people, like, really, like, just venting. And, yeah, it, like, oh, it looks wow. really nice. Um, so that's definitely one I want to get to. And um, I think my pick would have been Kind Words. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Goodies definitely deserve it. And it's always just cool seeing just, like, a Spanish-speaking developer out there. Right, yeah. Because we rarely see them. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, good for them. But yeah, good for them. But yeah, I probably I need to go back and play that game because yeah, it looks beautiful. Okay, so uh, best game direction, we have Control, Resident Evil Two, Death Stranding, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds. And Death Stranding won because Death Stranding is there's the nothing else to say about it because people actually know who directed Death Stranding. Right, yeah, and for the yeah, for this one, it's awarded to like uh, creative vision and innovation in the game design or direction. And I mean, if if one of these kind of like goes hand in hand with the creative vision of an individual or a studio, I feel like Death Stranding definitely was the one because it's just so out there and it's just 
It's a stranding game, Jesus. Mm. It's a strand. It's the first of its kind. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. This one was like as soon as they announced it, I was like, I'm sure this one's gonna be the stranding. Yeah, like it's, like not just uh you know like oh. on the prestige of Kojima alone. Uh, that just just the just literally the direction of Death yeah. Stranding, everything that he wanted to make this game out to be. It's just really cool and innovative. You know, it's very different. Yeah. Where all these other games are, you know, cool art direction, cool direction of the game overall, but there's it just seems like there's nothing new you know props to sekiro yeah. really cool game but it's a souls game yeah you know resident evil 2 beautiful remake like yeah. m- my game of the year but resident evil 2 it just looks prettier yeah it just looks prettier. and then control is just a combination of alan wake and quantum break and then with a better story and like crazier physics so you know, nothing too crazy, but yeah, so Death Stranding, Death Stranding is definitely very like creative, a very like s- s- like s- it, it stuck out a lot, right? So. Like the creativity behind it, and like I, you know, with the game, because I don't want to say any spoilers, um, but the what the Death Stranding is and what it means and the story behind it and what's to come, this just creatively thinking about that, I was like, holy crap! Like yes, like actually, like. That's very interesting to think about. If you were to think about it like on a regular conversation with your buddies or with anyone, I'm sure it's a conversation that could go on for hours. Yeah. So it's something that uh, as when I started like playing more of the game and getting to know the game better and learning about it, I was like, so that's what it is. And I was very, very invested in, you know, like what are these characters, what do they know, what do these characters know? So you're just coming up with that idea. I feel like it goes a long way. Cool. Oh. Right, so now we have the uh, fresh indie game presented by Subway. <laughs> However, this episode's not sponsored by Subway, but the word is presented by Subway. <laughs> All right, oh, this one's uh, recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. So these are the newcomers. These are the Good Night bundle because <laughs> we're all new. Hell yeah. All right, so the first one was uh, Nomada Studio uh, for Greece. Uh, Death Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro, uh, ZA slash UM, yeah. for Disco Elysium. I can't pronounce the correct term, I guess. Uh, for Outer Wilds, it was Mobius Digital. For uh, for Slay the Spire, it was Mega Crit. And last but not least, for the Intel Goose game, it was House House. Now, for this one, the winner was the Disco Elysium Studio, Zaum, Z-A-U-M, Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, so that was the... Uh, so, very good man for their first video game created in 2019. They knocked it out of the ballpark by getting the majority of the awards this year. So, good for them. Like, they just came out swinging. Yeah. So, exactly. now it's exciting, you know, to see what they come up with next and how the studio progresses from this. Because, But now, the thing is, their bar is very high. Oh, definitely. Their bar is definitely. very high. So, I mean, good for them, but also... But, holy shit, what else are you going to make? Yeah, what else are you going to make, exactly? Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know if, I mean, yeah, like, I, I just can't, like, argue against Disco Elysium, because it just makes me sound, like, I don't, just a hater or something. Like, I'm just bitter that I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I'm upset you haven't played yeah, it. Yeah, and, like, I, I kind of want to go against, like, the winner, just to, like, just for the content. <laughs> uh, but right. I've heard nothing but good things about Slay the Spire, and I really want to play it. It doesn't look like a game that I'll particularly enjoy, being, like, a roguelite. Uh-huh. Uh, but the whole, the whole like, deck-building um, combat looks really fun so okay um yeah i would probably give it to mega crit just because it's 
It, like that game just looks nuts, and I saw a lot of people liking it. So I'll probably give it time. All right, honestly, for this one, I'll probably go with House House for yeah. Untitled Goose Game. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I feel like they did a solid, solid, solid uh, game, and I mean, it was everywhere, and I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. So it's fun. All right, so the next category. Oh, perfect. There we go. <laughs> the next category is fighting game. And because apparently you're reading all of them and I'm not realizing that. Uh, for the best fighting game, uh, for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. So the nominees are going to be Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mortal Kombat 11, and Samurai Showdown. Clearly, the winner is Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. So, Smash Bros., people kind of forget about it, but it did come out after the cutoff date yeah. in 2018. It's came out in December, like late December. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was still it counted for this these awards. And, yeah, I just... People were saying Mortal Kombat 11, but I was like, no, like, Smash Bros. is going to take this for sure. I didn't even give it a second thought. I just thought they were going to win for sure. Just why is Dead or Alive or Jump Force on here? I don't know because they just they, ran out of games. They needed <laughs> they needed to fill up the spaces. I would have given it to Showdown, man. Um, yeah. That game's incredible. Like after playing more of it, like I really liked it. Um, it should have been foot season here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, like, kind of crazy that Mortal Kombat didn't get it. Honestly, I don't I don't know. I I wanted Mortal Kombat to get it. I I, I wanted Sam Samurai Showdown to get it, but I felt like Mortal Kombat would have gotten it. Right. But smash. Yeah, man. Like I went to um Dreamhack uh last year and the Smash Bros area was just insanely yep. full. More come out was hot people, but in Smash Bros. And from just that I was like, this game has a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. And it's got crazy characters in there and it's yeah. just it's just like I think this one just wins, you know. I just think it's well it, Wait, is Smash in Game of the Year? Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that right now. But yeah, so yeah, so the clear winner was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the fighting games. Now for Best Family Game of the Year. So the Nintendo category. Yeah, this one's for the best game appropriate for family play, ir- uh, irrespective of gender or platform. Now for this one, the first nominee was... Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and last but not least, Yoshi's Crafted World. The winner on this category being Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, Again, I haven't played this game, but I've heard nothing but good things about Luigi's Mansion 3. Like, just by a landslide. This game is hot. Everyone's like, yes, this game's hooded. And I haven't played the other Luigi's Mansion games. I don't think I played the first one. Okay. But hearing the good things about it, I'm like, yes. And seeing like little screenshots and little videos here, I'm like, this game looks adorable. This game is definitely like getting like the family into, you know, like, oh, it's spooky, but not really. And it's like, oh, you know, it's just cute. And so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, for family game, I would have given it to this one. And if anything, maybe like Yoshi's Crafter World. One of those two. Because except, except that game sucked, you know. It's I guess I'm thinking like family, something yeah, like, I guess. like easy play for people of all ages. So I feel like Smash Bros can get a little more, kind of like, I guess yeah, you're right. Like 
don't know. Because yeah, like I would, like I would have said Smash Bros. Yeah. It's just you know, like I don't know, because like Luigi's Mansion. I'm thinking they probably picked Luigi's Mansion because it just seems more accessible. Because mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, like you know, Smash Bros. Like the kids are just gonna fall off the stage and die. Yeah. Um. But even then, Luigi's Mansion, like, there's like weird mechanics to how you catch the ghosts. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain vacuums and uh just power ups that you have to use to combat certain ghosts so right. there are some mechanics and like some learning for not just like anyone to just jump in and play you know mm-hmm. so I, f- I feel like super smash bros is that jump in and play game okay because you see it at a party and like you put it in there people will just grab a controller and even if they're just like walking off stage and just jumping and doing a bunch of random bullshit like they'll still have some some it's so much fun. Like, they're going to be yelling. Right. Like, ah. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, we, if you mentioned that, then I guess I would just give it to Super Mario Maker. You know, not specifically playing the crazy hard levels. Yeah, of course. playing the good old-fashioned size platformer, just run and go and jump. Yeah, I just the thing is, like, the problem with Super Mario Maker is that uh, you can't just play together. You're right. You have to, like, make a level and then play together. And you can make the level together, yeah. but, like, a lot of people don't, like, to create stuff you yeah they want to just play they just want to play and then like if you want to just play other people's levels you can just download them but you need nintendo switch online that too so that too it's a lot of barriers of entry for that game like i i like if it didn't have all that stuff definitely super mario maker clear winner but uh yeah like i would have to give it to smash as far as like just how accessible it is okay and then you know there's like there's Endless stages, you know. You just pick one where you can't fall off. Yeah, you're right. Omega, play and an play Omega. We, we Fit Studio, you know. Yeah, play the <laughs> play Bridge of Elden. Br- Bridge of Elden. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> also, for some good music. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we get into the categories where I'm not too familiar. I know you are. So let me just take more. Yeah, because I have, dude. Honestly, like this is like not my area of expertise. Okay, so. So this, this next category is going to be esports team. Uh, recognizing an individual sports team judged the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2019. So the nominees were Astralis from CSGO. Well, actually, Astralis, the CSGO team, because some of these uh, orgs have like teams in different games. Okay. So right, right. Astralis, CSGO, OG from Dota 2. G2 Esports from League of Legends, San Francisco Shock from Overwatch League, and Team Liquid from CSGO. Um, G2 won, and I honestly agree. I think they're like a pretty outstanding team. They made it very far into Worlds. Right. So they had like a really good season. Plus they're just generally like, they just seem like good people in general. Whereas, um, because I was, you know, like I'm not too, like I don't keep up with CSGO Esports. Or mm-hmm. even Dota. So, you know, as far as, like, me telling you, like, which team is good, I wouldn't be able to tell you too much. Because um, I was thinking, it's like, people love Team Liquid and League of, Le- and League of Legends, but Doublelift is an asshole. So, especially oh, with no. under the, you know, outstanding for performance and conduct. Right. <laughs> probably wouldn't put him there. Okay. He's not a good guy or what? Uh, he just talks shit. Oh, he just no. likes to talk shit. So, um, San Francisco Shock is a good team, but, yeah, they talk a lot of shit, too. Okay. Ooh. So I wouldn't give it to them in that sense. I like I like the team. I like I used to really not like the team. They made a lot of moves in players, so now it's, it's all gravy. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I would say G two esports probably be a good pick. Okay. Cool. 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 And then 
Well, now you got to read this. Oh, I got you. I got and you, you got like all these crazy names. Esports too. player of the year 2019. We have the esports player judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2019, irrespective of game. All right. The first gentleman we have here is Lee Faker Sangyuk. Sangyuk. And this is for SK Telecom League of Legends. Second gentleman is Luka Perks Prekovic for G2 Esports League of Legends. Third gentleman is Kyle Buga Gerdorf. Uh, Giersdorf. I can't. I'm butchering his name. I think so sorry. Giersdorf. Giersdorf. Oh, there we go. And this is for uh, Sentinels and Fortnite. And then we have the fourth gentleman, Alexander. Okay, Alexander Simple, aka Simple. Uh, Kostiliev. And then it's for uh, Natus Vincer CSGO. And last but not least, to end my torture, it's uh, Jay Sinatra Juan from the San Francisco Shock Overwatch League, which is the only guy <laughs> I recognize. And the Fortnite kid, which one? Yeah, Booga. Yeah, so definitely, like, obviously Booga won because uh, he was everywhere. He was, yeah, he was everywhere. How much did he win? Like, too much. Too much. More too than many, I'll ever make. Too many millions. Too many millions. Too, too many, many millions, millions too little too little time in this world. Oh my god. Um yeah, so he he was clearly gonna win being like one of the youngest kids that play professional Fortnite. Um I think it was just I, th- I think he only won because he was in the spotlight and you know because they like they emphasize that outstanding performance and conduct. Clearly he won World Cup, so he has a performance. He was in a lot of TV um shows. Okay. They put him on like you know the morning show, the Today Show, all that stuff. Just a bunch of interviews. Right. So he has to be, like, have proper conduct, obviously, because mm-hmm. he has to be on TV. He's on fucking mainstream media. He's just he's a thirteen year old kid. Like I don't keep up with Fortnite esports, but like I don't watch him or anything at all. So I don't know what his personality is like. But that's clearly not what we see on like these all these interviews. Yeah, for all we know, he's a little little brat. Um, I would have given it to Sinatra. <laughs> uh. He he likes to talk some shit, but like it's all in the like competitive, uh, like competitive spirit. Yes, spirit of the game. So, um, but you know he's he's like the leader, the face of the San Francisco Shock. Okay, I think he 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 did get MVP for that for the season of Overwatch. Ooh, League. okay. So well, good for I, him. I think he not only did he obviously win, um, like the like they won the like the season of Overwatch League. He also won MVP of the season. So I think Ooh. it's very well deserved that he would have gotten Esports Player of the Year. Oh, there you go. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Because I know you do keep up with that. So Yeah. All right. And then we have... Oh, Esports Host. So the best host or commentator of Esports events, both in venue or broadcast in 2019, irrespective of game of language. So we have Alex Machine Richardson, Paul Redeye Shaloner. Uh, oof, fuck. I've, n- <laughs> I've never learned how to pronounce her name, but it's Shocks from League of Legends. Do you try it? Ifje? 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 Deporte. Deporte? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I'm but so it's sorry. Shocks. It's Shocks. Um, then um, Alex. We Golden. promise we're not racist. We're just bad at pronouncing no, names. It's, it's, not, it's not a racist thing. I just don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> uh, and then Alex Golden Boy Mendes. Yeah. I know how to say that. Golden Boy. Uh, and then Duan <laughs> Candice Yu Shuang. Um, yeah, Shocks won. Uh, she's just a hardcore veteran of 
esports hosting. Yeah. So she it's well deserved. But I gotta give it to Golden Boy. Um, yeah, I've seen the guy a lot. That's like, that, a lot. That's exactly why. Because Shox just does the legend stuff. Mm-hmm. Golden Boy does a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've seen the guy in a lot of things. Yeah, he does yeah, a lot of he does it, fighting yeah. game stuff. He does uh he does casting well he doesn't do, do casting for Overwatch, but he does hosting for Overwatch. Yeah, he yeah, hosted there you go. he hosted the the finals. Yeah. Uh he does a lot of stuff in World Cup. Um but you've seen him like if it's esports, he's there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot of stuff with Greg Miller, like as far as like a lot of wrestling related stuff, wrestling uh-huh. cross gaming events. Okay. Like he's just He's a very flexible host, so I think that just makes him a better host right. than Shots, in my opinion. Yeah, and honestly, because like I've seen that Paul Red Eye guy. Yeah, Red Eye Red Eye's pretty big. Yeah, and I've seen her. Sometimes we're hanging out with our friends that are that watch mm-hmm. League of Legends or whatever. But Golden Boy, I'm like, I know I've seen this guy many times in many different things. So yeah, I would, my boat would have gone to him. Yeah, for sure. All right, and then we have esports game of the year. And this one goes for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community sport, uh, community support, and content updates, irrespective of genre or platform. And the first one here is Counter Strike Global Offense, Dota 2, League of Legends, Fortnite, and last but not least, Overwatch. The winner here is League of Legends. So, Jesus, how do you uh, feel about that? Yeah, I would have just given it to League of Legends. Um, they found like a format that's that works for them, and they've been consistent with it for a couple of years now. So, right. you know, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Yeah. Um, they like you know, obviously players will have their own issues of why they don't like certain aspects of like the the league system, like the LCS, uh, like the LCQ, and like everything like that. LCK, sorry. Um, but you know, that's just player complaining. You know, like let's right. like, they want to make. It better, you know, but that doesn't mean it's not good at mm-hmm. all. Um, I my bias would want to say Overwatch, but yeah. I don't think the Overwatch League system is very good right now. It's yeah. one of those things that it'll get better. It'll with get the years, there, but not yet. Yeah. So I wouldn't consider that a better esports game. Yeah. Uh, if Counter Strike was bigger, I would probably give it to them, just because I think Counter Strike is probably the easiest game to spectate. Out of all of them, okay. Um, just being, you know, like a like a one, like you know, it's you know, like a team based game. So there's a lot of perspectives. But once you're dead, you know, they're dead for that round. So yeah. There's not like there's like one less perspective you gotta keep up with. Whereas League of Legends, it's a very complicated game. Yeah. So it there's a lot of stuff happening on screen, so you might get a lot of like little lost, and they're very long games. Yeah. And like then, I've played League of Legends a handful of times with like friends to try to learn it, and if I'm playing it and I don't know what's going on, I can't even imagine someone that hasn't played it that's looking at it and they're like, "What the heck? Yeah, what is this? Why are they? Why are there ten thousand things removing in on the screen?" Yeah, so it's a lot. Um, and then Overwatch is—they've been getting better about like blending esports into the game. Um, uh, you know, just like with the player camps and everything. But even then, yeah, you're still keeping up with 12 different perspectives so it's yeah. just a very hard game to watch so yeah no definitely uh i feel y'all feel that one e. all right so the next category we have here Suze, what do we have here we have esports event recognizing a singular event across single or multiple days that delivered a re- best of class experience for participants in person fans and the broadcast audience the nominees are 
2019 Overwatch League Grand Finals, EVO 2019, League of Legends World Championship 2019, Fortnite World Cup, IEM uh, Catalyst uh, 2019, and the International 2019. Uh, no one cares about the last two, <laughs> except <laughs> unless you play those games. Um, so yeah, if you play CS:GO or the or Dota, then cool. But I don't, I don't. So uh, League of Legends, the World's Championship won, but I'm gonna hard disagree with that because I thought this Worlds was not the worst, but like definitely not better than last year's. Okay. I think last year's Worlds was just fucking phenomenal. Right. Uh, and this one was just kind of weak. Um, there was just a lot of stuff going on, like besides the besides the matches themselves. Yeah. But everything besides that, we got we got KDA, we got the Word Alive with. Mm. Um, you know you're right, and uh, I, I did watch that. Now I remember yeah, I watched it. Fucking I forgot who wrote the song. It was the Word Alive and some other singer and those, uh, oh God, they're they're DJs that makes they make stuff with drum pads. Fuck, I forgot their name. Oh god, it's gonna kill me! <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. League of Legends song rise the glitch mob. Oh, the glitch mob. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a really good performance. Um, yeah. So it doesn't compare to what like this year. This year was okay. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, cause I remember last year. I remember like hanging out at Eric's house, and we're like, and they're like, "Dude, you gotta watch this." It's because it was in Seoul. Yeah, it was hype. It was hype. I mean, I don't, I don't. Like they had to go big, you know. I don't play the game, yeah. but I was like, "Wow, this is a good event." Like if I was there, I would have been hyped. And I don't even know what the heck I'm looking at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, like it was for for a good reason. Uh, this was in Paris, I believe, this year. Okay. Uh, so it was a smaller venue. It was an indoor venue as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would have given it to Overwatch. So, but that's just me. That's cool. Well, I would have given it to. Yeah, I guess we'll watch our Evo. I don't think Evo was that great this year no? either. I think um, it was very cringy. It was mm-hmm. like very like, we need money for this event. <laughs> oh, like, no. Advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. And like, uh, they, yeah, it was just like a, like very like cool moments like in single games. But as far as like Evo, like they already kind of have like the formula going. Yeah. You just got to pay for it. So oh, okay. kind of sell out like event. So I thought... Overwatch League Grand Finals was a very well done event coming from last year's event, which was a piece of shit. Because mm-hmm. we had DJ Khaled. Right. That was terrible. Oh, no. So, so this, year, this year was, you know, they learned from their mistakes. All right. So, um, okay, let's see. The next one is community support. All right. So for this one, it's recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. The nominees were Apex Legends. Final Fantasy fourteen, Destiny two, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. The winner being Destiny Los. Jesus, how happy were you that your I, beloved Destiny Twa <laughs> won <laughs> community support? Uh no, I was very happy actually. I I thought Final Fantasy fourteen was gonna take it. Um, but I was very happy with that Destiny two won. I had a lot of people talking shit to me, saying that like oh, they no. shouldn't have gotten it. The Fortnite should have gotten it, but the argument was like they're releasing updates every week. It's like that's not what this award was for, right? It's, it's, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Bungie finally like coming off from Activision was mm-hmm. actually able to do things properly and like actually listen to the community. 
And I think right now the community is like at an all time like happiest. They really enjoy the game and like it seems like Bungie's listening to what the players want with this yeah, game. Yeah, that's that's it. So. You, you hit the you hit in the nail right there. That they're getting what the people want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what primarily this award should be awarded to. Because it may, like if the game is coming out what people want, it shows they're listening, it shows they care, mm-hmm. and it shows that they're not doing it on their interest and doing it on the community's interest. So yeah, definitely. And I've heard Destiny 2 and people are playing it, very happy. Yeah. I haven't heard like bad things about it. So yeah, I mean, I can I, I can assume that people are happy with Destiny 2 from what I've heard. So good for them. Yeah, you know, like, and you know, that's not to say that like, it's not like it's a perfect game. You know, there's still some things that I still don't generally agree with that they're doing. But, you know, like the fact that that it's that they're listening, like they want to get better. Yeah. So. No, yeah. And good for them. And honestly, I feel like, um, like you said, Bungie being their own thing again away from Activision, like they're going to keep it's going to keep getting better. Exactly. So good for them. All right. So the next one we have has to series audio design. Audio design. Mm-hmm. The this one is recognized for the best in-game audio and sound design. The nominees are Control. Death Stranding, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. The winner here was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So this one, I mean, I wouldn't have given it to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but I heard that when the game was in development, people were getting, during the events where people were like, they're showing the game, here, mm-hmm. come check out, there's a new Call of Duty, come on in. They were literally put into rooms and people were developers and designers were talking about the audio and how like the bullets all sound different coming out of different guns, hitting different objects, different echoes. And they were such a big um, focus was made on the sound Mm -hmm. that a lot of these people that voted or have to vote for this sound, it's like the sound must have been great. Because you sometimes I feel like when the sound is so good, it's like insanely good. You're like, this music is really good. Or when it's like really shitty, you're like, this is horrendous. Like, yeah. why am I getting a headache or anxiety from playing this video game? But I feel like if they go into such depth and they make the, I guess, the effort to tell the people and the players that they made all this for the sound, then I guess it sticks to your mind. And when it comes voting time... You think about it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, same thing. I wouldn't have given it to Call of Duty. Um, I mean, it's just... I, I guess it's just because I don't care about, like, guns. Right. <laughs> and yeah. That, yeah. In that sense, you know, like, I don't care how that gun sounds. Like, just make it sound good. I I can appreciate especially with this last Black Ops 4. Mm-hmm. One thing that I know that they made a big point of it is that every single gun has a different recoil uh, pattern. Right. So I thought that was really really cool as far as uh, a, a competitive standpoint. Yeah. You know, like when you're learning, you can't just learn how to aim well. Like you got to learn the gun. Right. Um. So I thought that was like a cool addition. And, you know, like it's just I, I think in that sense, sounds wouldn't matter to me rather than feel. Mm-hmm. And that is part particular like game because like, like, I do like Call of Duty. Like I, I think it's a good game. So I haven't played Modern Warfare. We'll get to it when I fucking get to it, you know? Right. Um, but I, I don't think that's, like, a thing that I look for in a Call of Duty game. Whereas yeah. Resident Evil 2. Everything that oh, you hear in that game yes. is perfect. Mr. X's Mr. footsteps. Mr. X's footsteps. Yes, the, thank like, you. That, that's it. Like, that's all I gotta say. But I can keep going. The rain. The the way the doors creak. 
the way the lights flicker in a yeah. way when you're going upstairs like the way your footsteps sound just so much different because yeah, mr. Is- yeah, mr x's steps are not steps they're thuds yeah <laughs> and it's fucking terrifying you know what's funny I was playing Resident Evil 2 with a with my headset, have the the revolver, right? So I think it's a bunch of chambers. Yeah. So I can like hear like 360 yeah. like perfectly. I when I was in my apartment, I was listening to it because my roommate was next door, and I was like, I want to listen clearly, but I want to like be an asshole and have the sound super loud. Mm-hmm. Also, I was like being a little bitch because I was scared, and I was like, I just want to put the headphone the headset on and see how scared I can get. And dude, it sounded perfect. Like I could tell where Mister X was walking. Yeah. Because I could hear everything perfectly fine. And I was like, this is insane. So, yeah, no, like, Resident Evil 2 had a great sound. However, I would personally would have given me a 2 Death Stranding. Really? Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 2 did have really good sound. But I feel like Death Stranding had, you know, creating that new universe with technology, uh, different, like, motor vehicles, different mechanics mechanical objects and with the rain and everything i just felt like every time i interacted with something it had a unique sound and it was always delivered accurately okay i feel like that made an ex- my experience of being like alone with like all this new stuff to mess with so much more gratifying i i get what you're saying mm-hmm. um but like the reasons that i wouldn't give it to death running it's just because like all those sounds are just very kojima sounds yeah yeah because like it's not something like oh like this is new and interesting it's just like it's just like it's a kojima ass sound yeah like you hear it like you hear the codec come come on yeah. it's like oh, this is kojima so like, like i guess that so i don't think it's anything like special i mean like it's special like in its own way because it's mm-hmm. kojima but it's nothing like you know like that's audio design is not something that they focus on right okay. you know like it's just like kojima was like i want this sound and they were like okay all right so that's why i wouldn't give it to him but but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, each sound is just very unique and yeah. weird. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I kind of like, oh, it's, it's a little out there, you know? Yeah. All right, for sure. And then we have Art Direction. Presented by Samsung QLED. Oh, wow. All right, so this one's for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. The first one here was Death Stranding, followed by Grease, then Control, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Sekiro Shazai twice, and last but not least, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Now, for this one, the winner was Control. For the thousandth time. I haven't played Control yet. So, I'm guessing it's very good, if it be Link's Awakening. Really? Because <laughs> it was so cute. I, I mean, it just, I mean, yeah, I, it's mean, I, I wasn't going to say it was going to win, right? I'm just saying. Well, it, it was... well who'd you think was going to win? Honestly, had I gone with one of these, I would probably gone with Gaze. Because I feel Gaze. like for my, at least for my artistic taste and what I like to see, and like, like in a, I guess, art, I feel like Gaze was, looks beautiful. And I've seen nothing but beautiful things yeah. uh, about that game. Um, I'm super glad that Control won. Because uh, like that's one. Indulge me. Uh, what, that's one of the things that like mostly like attract me to the game is just like the art direction, just like the weird monsters and crazy geometric very like in your face blocky style mm-hmm. but i think that's running should have won yeah yeah okay it's just it's phenomenal like just every though just the aesthetic of death running alone should have won and you know what i mentioned it sekiro greece was good but now now i'm thinking really? about it sekiro i 
like folklore, like a lot. Yeah. And especially like Japanese stuff and seeing like depictions of Japanese folklore and like their iteration of it. Uh, I felt like it looked really nice and like beautiful. And some of the enemies they had to fight, I was like, these look terrifying or these look really cool. Or I've heard about okay. this, but they painted a picture for me for these creatures that I've never mm, seen. Okay. And I was like, their depiction is cool and terrifying. That makes a lot of sense. Because I was thinking, I was like, ah, but like, this is Japanese folklore, you know? Like, yeah. That's not art direction, it's just inspiration, I guess. But I mean, one, now, now that you mentioned the creatures, uh, yeah, that would make sense. You know? I get it. And then temples, mm-hmm. the world we have to be, stuff like that. It was just, I felt like it was very. Uh, it made you feel like you're in this universe, in this world, playing this gentleman. And yeah, so I guess that's why. Yeah, I don't like Sekiro. When Sekiro was like, yeah, yeah when, like, when Sekiro was like a clear winner for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Alrighty. And then the next category is action adventure game for best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. The nominees were Borderlands 3, Control. Sekiro, Shadows Death, Die Twice, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And the winner was Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, which, for the first time, I actually I actually agree with that. I think yeah. I think that's a great choice, especially being action-adventure. Yeah. Um, I, I mean... Yeah, Sekiro. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, maybe Control like is an action game, but I don't think it's an adventure game. Death Stranding is just an adventure game. Like, there's yeah. action in there. But, um, excuse me, it's a strand game. It's a strand game. <laughs> Don't put it in a box. Yeah, man. So, for Sekiro, I feel like the puzzle solving might have been a little bit the one that, like, straight from, like, far the most. Okay. But uh, uh, combat combining and traversal, uh, yeah, definitely do. Sekiro, I really, really, really like that game. I'm probably going to replay it sometime soon. Yeah. Because it's just such a good game. And I played it that one time, so I got the one ending. There's variety. And yeah. different things you can get. So yeah, so Sekiro yeah. action adventure definitely. Yeah. So after like the game awards hype and beating Star Wars Fallen Order. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about it. I mean, you, did you beat it? Already? Yeah, I beat it. <laughs> All right, well, talk to me about it right now because <laughs> we do need to. Because okay, so you know what? No, no. It would have been my winner for action adventure. Oh, okay, that's right. Ah, oh, fuck. Had it made the cutoff. For the for this year, 2019, Sekiro would have been an extraordinarily close number two. But Jedi Found Order, with all its flaws to the side, would have been my action-adventure game. Because that one did have a lot of puzzles. Yeah. The combat okay. was almost as good as Sekiro's. So but, we'll, but lacking in yeah. its incenses. Uh, but I feel like that one would have been my winner. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about like spoilers like off air because I don't want to mention them. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would have been nominated probably in place of uh, Borderlands. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Like Borderlands is a cool game, man, but I don't think it should have been in, even in the conversation for any yeah. of these awards. No, I feel yeah, no, I yeah, not to discredit Borderlands and Gearbox and 2K, but no, nah, like I. It's just a game that I don't find appealing yeah. in the most minimum way. Like, I find it appealing. Like, it's a looter shooter, so, like, it's right up my alley. But I, if I want to play a looter shooter, I'm going to play Destiny. There you go. Clean and simple. You know? There I'm not going to waste my time with this. Burlance was really fun when I was younger. Especially with the fact that, like, they still pride themselves on still being couch co-op. Which is really cool. But that's it. You know? Yeah. 
I'm um, gonna play a looter stabber. I'll play Neo. Oops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't. I think Star Wars would have been on this category. So would have given it to Sekiro. Because I fucking hated the puzzles. Really? I hate them, man. I, hate I, them. I like the puzzles. I don't too. think they were very... Okay, maybe I'm just fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think they were very, like, intuitive. Because, like, you don't have that much control over your force powers. Mm-hmm. So just, like, pushing those fucking balls and, like, pulling the shit. Like, it just didn't feel satisfying. And then sometimes, like, I would just be like, how do I get there? What do, what do you mean? What do you mean? That's stupid. Or, like, I'll try to, like, figure something out, and I'm like, okay, I have to fucking get this rope on this fucking thing and just connect it. But I was like, wait, but, like, it doesn't reach. But then I figure it out, and I'm like, oh, okay, it does that. And then for some reason, like, it just in my head, it just didn't work. So I was like, okay, there has to be another way. And I just fucking spend, like, 30 minutes trying to figure it out. And then I realized, like, oh, no, it was that first way that I thought of. Yeah. I, I don't know why it just didn't work at first for some reason. It's partially I'm stupid. I was about to say, it sounds like a, it sounds like it was just you. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just like, Kidding. but like it just didn't feel like the game kind of pushed me in that direction where it's like, you learn this, you should do this. It was just like, you learn this, fucking here's some rope. Like what? Yeah. What the fuck? I guess like, it's to like throw you off too, because you're like, I learned this, I must use it. I must be able to use it in the next area. But what they're like, but they're like, no, like you're gonna use it eventually. For now, like, don't forget you have other things, other powers you can do. Yeah, like, that's the thing, you know, like, um, like, I'm, I'm more, I, I don't like puzzle, like, um, like, power-related puzzles. Okay. In, in that way. Like, I really enjoy, like, the Resident Evil puzzles, where it's just essentially, like, glorified, like, riddles. Like, I like those kind of puzzles. Like, I like, like, piecing stuff together to figure out the combination oh, okay. to this lock. The only power-related puzzles that I enjoy are Zelda. And, like, that's why I love Zelda, like, old-school Zelda. That's why I don't like Breath of the Wild. Because in Zelda, you enter a dungeon, you grab an item, you use that fucking item, that whole dungeon. There's very few of them where you're like, oh, I'll use my other item that I use for in another dungeon. You see, with that, I feel like the shrines were for that. So I feel like the, shri- the 120 shrines that you have to complete, I feel like I really like them for the part that you, like, out of everything I can use, what can I use to do this, mm-hmm. you know, or do it better or do it slower? Because there's like things that like you can use both of these items, but which one are you going to choose and which is more efficient? And I feel like those are the puzzles that I like. Yeah. So like with this one, I felt like it wasn't like riddle. It was kind of like, you got to get there. Like, how are you going to get there? You know, and it's like more of like, I'm going to move around, push this. And if I can push it there, the angle matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, the, if I'm at, the, of an, at an odd angle, it's not going to work. Even if I do the same thing over and over again, unless I'm in the right angle. And I guess I like that. So it can be like, you know, like this is doable. Or sometimes even like in like the shrines, like sometimes you need to catch a ball with like the little like puzzle thing and move it around. Or yeah. you can just literally flip it around and you hit like a paddle and the ball flies and lands on the right yeah, thing. So that's, so. that's the thing about like Breath of the Wild where, you know, like it kind of defeats the purpose of the find an item, use the item um, like method of like old Zelda's. It's that they were just so focused on, hey, like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That, like, the shrines, you know, like, yeah, there was, like, yeah, you could just do this because there's clearly, like, something here that impedes your path that you clearly remember that you can use this power for. But you can just do whatever you want. Like, so, mm-hmm. like, it 
like constantly while you're playing that game, you're thinking, I'm going to do whatever I want. So if your mind can explore like these other different routes, you can just like, instead of using the the bomb to like break this fucking piece of rock so I can jump on the rock and then jump on this guy, um, like this platform, I could just drop a bomb in my on my feet and then just bomb jump all the way to the end of the shrine, you know? Right. So like, I think that's why it was like very conflicting. That's why I didn't like that game very much. Because uh, I like, like, I like the old Zelda puzzles. So, I think I would have liked the puzzles more in uh, Jedi Fallen Order if I had a little more control over the Force. Okay. I think if, like, you had, like, a little more kind of, like, guidance to where you wanted to pull things or push things, instead of, like, having it depend on where you're standing, like, adjacent to that object, mm-hmm. I feel like I might have liked it more. So, um, like, a midpoint between that one and Breath of the Wild. Because I feel like this one lacks what Breath of the Wild gives you. That's like the freedom of yeah, doing exactly. Those like that, like that, that should be like that balance. And like that's like I'm, I'm I'm not saying I don't like Breath of the Wild because I think their puzzles are bad. It's right. Just because I don't like it because I like old Zelda. Right. And I'm not seeing it as a Zelda game. Yeah. Okay. So put that in Star Wars, and I like it. <laughs> okay. So get me EA on the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. EA. Mr. EA, please. We need a. We need, we need a crossover. We need a link with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. And then uh, action game. This one's for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. So the first one here is Apex Legends. Then we have Astral Chain, Devil May Cry 5, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Gears 5, and last but not least, Metro Exodus. The winner here being Devil May Cry 5. So for this one, I didn't play Devil May Cry, so I don't really say yay or nay. However, from looking at the rest of them, and if it's focused on combat, I would probably say Devil May Cry 5, because the rest of them don't seem like what I would consider a focus primarily on combat. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say Apex anyway. And I would have, you know, I would be willing to listen to an argument for that. Uh, I think Apex is a good like runner-up for this category, but I am so happy Devil May Cry got it because that game's incredible. Uh, yeah, like every time, like every time you're in combat, like it's you're in combat and it mm-hmm. you feel like you're in combat. Like the music just kicks in, you're just slashing everything, and it's kind of ridiculous, but it all feels like a weird ballet of sorts. Because you're like, it's not just like a hack and slash game. Like, it, right? It's focused on the combat, so you gotta know your combos. You gotta know your your like slashing routes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like super happy with that because that's literally like hands down the best part of this game is definitely like the combat because that's all it is. Like Devil May Cry is kind of ridiculous, but it prides itself on being ridiculous. Right. Yeah, and like yeah, it's because like from what I've seen, I'm like, yeah, this game goes in. Like, yeah, you're it's, just it's like nuts. You, yeah, it's like super, just like super hardcore. Juggling, like monsters and devils and yeah, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> I love it. All righty, and the game, game of the year, year twenty nineteen, Jesus. This game is let's say it's you're gonna you're, next year we're gonna be like who won last year? We're gonna get on Wikipedia and it's gonna be like oh yeah, it was it was this one because clearly it deserved it. So, game of the year, recognizing a game that delivers the absolute 
best experience across all creative and technical fields. Nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Resident Evil 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Now, the winner here... Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which was something that I did not expect. We got robbed. Something I wanted, but didn't expect. We got robbed. Why'd you get robbed, Jesus? What happened? Because it should have been Resident Evil. Resident Evil? It should have been Resident Evil, man. You know what? I I thought it was going to be Resident Evil. I thought, like, I was like, I want Sekiro to win. But Resident Evil, I felt like, was going to take it. I feel I, like I feel like a lot of the people that voted um, kind of docked points for being a remake. Yeah, but I don't like that argument. Like it's still a game that came out this year, so it should and it it's a different game. Yeah, it's a know? different game. It's a different yeah, game. Yeah, because people say like, oh well, like if something didn't win this year, can't they just like re-release it with additional content or something, or and then just make it a runner-up for the game of the year? It's like, no, this game is completely different. And compared to the old one, yeah, it's like completely remade. Like, no, this is a different game. Yeah, same idea. But the experience, which is across all creative and technical fields, it's just a different game. Yeah, because, I mean, like, if you if you truly believe that Resident Evil 2 shouldn't have gotten Game of the Year because it's a remake, then you should make that same argument for Smash. Yeah. Like, if you, like I don't think it... Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that Smash is a remake. But right, if you exactly. really believe that that game should like that Resident Evil shouldn't get it because it's a remake then neither should Smash Bros by that logic it's it's a brand new game with more content with different mechanics which is the same thing as Resident Evil 2 so yeah yeah I mean play Resident Evil 2 play the old one play this one is experience the same nope nope not Not at all so that's why it should be nominee and it is nominee for the game of the year yeah but i mean all, all in all like i mean like i still hard believe that resident evil 2 is just the game of the year for and mike in my opinion i fell in love with that game i was so excited about that game at first and it fucking delivered like it's been a minute since i've been like this excited for a game and mm. it actually like su- like succeeded my expectations like okay it, it was super good um but man like sekiro Good fucking shit, man. Sekiro, man. Yeah, like we've been this, we've been over this. I'm a Souls player. Yeah. So Sekiro for me was just in the from the beginning. I was like, this game, like I wish it wins. I wish it wins, like game of the year. But I kind of knew the what it was facing, mm-hmm. such as Resident Evil 2, which I also played and I really, really liked. Uh, Death Stranding, not so much. Respectable, but not. For a game of the year. Control, I haven't played. I heard really good things about it. I know you're playing it. So I would like to hear more about that. And mm-hmm. how you feel about it after you know you finish it. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Played a lot of it. Plenty of it. To know what it is. I know how I feel about it. Not game of the year. The Outer Worlds is the only one here. That I would have you know the biggest question mark on my on top of my head. Um, yeah, I don't know why the Outer Worlds was considered. Uh, I heard it was really good, but I did see a lot of mixed things about it. Like, yeah. a lot of people had a lot of problems with it. Um, but, so, I'm not entirely sure why they would put it. Like, they could have just left it at the 5 uh, without it. So, that's just me. Like, I'm really excited about playing it, but I don't... I mean, like, maybe, like, once I, like, play it, I'll be like, holy shit, yeah, this is a contender. But I, I just don't see it in there, honestly. But that's just me. Yeah. 
No, but Sekiro One, I honestly feel like from software received what they didn't receive with Bloodborne. I feel like as far as awards goes, I feel like Bloodborne was an equally good game, but I feel like this time around. They just came out swinging the right way, I guess, or I guess the right I, competition. I think Sekiro's better than. No, I'm saying like, yeah, like, like I like Sekiro better, but I'm saying Bloodborne was really good. Yeah, but I feel like it didn't get enough recognition. We're, we're gonna have Sekiro. to go back to that because, like, we would have to look up like what came out for, like, around the same time as Bloodborne. Well, I mean, like the same year as Bloodborne, because mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it would like deserve like a big like award like that. In my opinion, okay, like I think it's a really good game, but I think you know, I think like. Dark Souls uh, remastered sort of been like I mean like let's say right now for example let's say Bloodborne came out this year and instead of Sekiro it's Bloodborne fuck no actually yeah I wouldn't yeah fuck no yeah, there's no. no way yeah actually no I wouldn't like I still think like I'm pretty sure like Outer Worlds is better Ooh. and like I like Bloodborne even though I don't like Souls games yeah but like I recognize real dude and I don't think Bloodborne is that caliber okay I think it's a good ass game but I don't think it can stand like with the top dogs. Okay. Like that. Not fair point. Fair. This is me. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Well, Sekiro fucking Game of the Year. Knocked it out. Congratulations. And that's it. Off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good shit. So hopefully they can make those fucking awesome games because. Oh, oh yes. Elden Ring's next. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's true. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be spicy. So that has been the our Game Awards uh, recap, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that was okay. really interesting. I know a lot of titles got snuffed. Kotano Zero, Resident Evil Two. <laughs> um, but overall, like you know, good as year for the games. Yeah. Good as ge- yeah, it's 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 a, it's a good thing about like it was a crazy thing about this these awards that the no clear winner wasn't here. Like, the clear winner was just not present this year. And I'm not saying, like, because it lacked the insanely good game. No, no, no. I'm saying because these games were good. And across the board, which is good, you know, because it wasn't like, oh, you know what? This guy's going to knock it out of the ballpark. No, like, it was competitive. It was, like, who really, like, like, I would love to see, like, how the votes were and, like, the levels. Because I'm sure the margins were very close. Yeah. Very close. For sure. And then, man, like. Next year, I feel like it's going to be the same, where there's not going to be a clear-cut winner. But all the games are going to be better. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like, and next year's going to be nuts. And, like, yeah. we only know, like, the first half of the year, man. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Um, from what you know right now, just the games that you know that are releasing next year, who would you say... Would it take him of the year next year? I want you. I want you to guess. Actually, you want me to guess? Yeah, you want. Do you want me to guess with my brain or my heart about you? I'll let you decide. I think you would want Final Fantasy VII to win, but if you're thinking with your brain and not so much your heart, I want to say Cyberpunk seventy seven. You know me so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, like, I want Final Fantasy VII to win fucking everything. Yeah. But, man, like, Cyberpunk, it just looks nuts, man. It like, looks fucking game looks incredible. Bonkers. It looks bonkers, dude. Um, like, I'm, I haven't been, like, super, like, when the game's like, oh, it's coming out. I'm like, okay, it comes out when it comes out. Period. 
with Cyberpunk, I'm like, holy crap, like, I want this game. Like, I really want to play this game now. Like, it's one of those, man. Like, I'm I'm antsy about it. Holy shit. Yeah, like, that game just looks insane, man. Um, Yeah, I, I honestly, I can't give Final Fantasy a vote just because it's not the finished game. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it was going to release, like, the entire game, probably would have given it to 7. Um, if it keeps up, like, how it's supposed to look. But, yeah, like, Cyberpunk's, it's, it's just... It's just such a unique concept, and from all the little information that we get, like every time we hear about it, yeah, it just sounds incredible. So I hope it really delivers on what it promises and more. I want, I want to, I want to have that same effect as Resident Evil Two. Yeah, dude. No, honestly, like, God, like, from what we've seen, and then even like the shorts that they showed, like, um, during the music part of uh, the awards, they showed like ASAP Rocky and like a bunch yeah. of crazy artists like coming out with like like 100% like new content for this game I was like it's gonna be fucking nuts like capital F and fuck yeah. it cause it's gonna be crazy <laughs> but uh yeah man I mean so yeah we'll see I mean for mine I'm the same way I think Cyberpunk 2077 is gonna be the game of the year next year but we will see we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll talk about it next year we'll talk about it next show. year <laughs> so but on that note thank you for joining us for our Last episode of 2019 yeah. of Goodnight Gamescast. Uh, we greatly appreciate every single one of you that has listened to this, has supported us throughout this whole year. I wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Happy holidays and good night. <laughs>